Hey, it's Aidan here. Just before we get into today's episode, I wanted to let you know about something new. It's called the Magician's Business Group. We've just opened up a Facebook group designed to help you guys as entertainers grow and improve your entertainment business. So if that is you, if you are an entertainer that wants help growing and improving your entertainment business, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash group and the magic of the internet will take you right there. Or if you're like me, have the Facebook app on your phone, open it up and search for the Magician's Business Group and you'll go straight there. Anyways, back to the episode. Hello and welcome to episode 42 of the Successful Mentalist podcast. If this is the first time that you're joining and listening to our podcast, then thank you so much for tuning in. Of course, this is a podcast where we're going to be teaching you the tips, tricks, methods and techniques to improve your magic, business, performance and mindset. My name's Ashley Green and of course, I'm joined by none other than my fantastic friend and the amazing co-host, that is Aidan O'Sullivan. Hello, hello, hello. This is going to be a really interesting episode. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Mate, you say that every single episode, every single episode we do, it's always, this is going to be the best episode we've ever done. This is going to be the most interesting episode ever done. Tomorrow's episode will be even better than this one. We say it every single time, Aiden. Uh, I'll be honest, I do really feel like we're we're doing that right now. It's We've said it well, I mean, I think we've said it since the start of the podcast in general. But I will be honest, I think the last sort of couple of months of episodes have been really, really practical. And we've had a lot of people feedback actually sharing some really great insights and transformations as a result of the, these episodes. So, um, yeah, I'm going to keep saying it because I, I, I really mean it. I think it's true. It's nice that we can see the progression and the growth within our business. Um, business is something really interesting because that's what we've kind of been focusing on this month. Obviously, at the beginning of the month, we spoke all about lead generation, how to actually get your clients in. I went through the process of, for example, I, I took a business like if I wanted to start performing at Tesla and how I'd go through that process to start performing at them. And then we spoke about keeping your clients hot and keeping them warm and making sure that you get repeat business and how to build up really good relationships with them so that they're always on your side and willing to work with you. But today we thought we'd try and do this in a completely different style. Today it's going to be more of a casual chat and we're going to be talking about us because, you know, I'm a massive egotistical nonsense face. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but no, uh, we want to talk about us because I think it'll be really interesting to give you guys the, the insights into how we actually run our businesses. And more specifically, I'm looking at Aiden Crack up there. This is great. More specifically, how we actually get people in to our shows or talks or whatever the hell we're doing in this online world. So maybe Aiden, to uh, to really start this podcast today, maybe it would be easiest if we actually spoke about what we do, what our services are and what we're currently offering. Obviously, at the moment, me and you are currently doing stuff online. We can't do live shows. We can't do close up gigs. We we can't do our UK tour, which we was going to do. So we're, we've transitioned. We're doing stuff online, obviously. I'm doing my things and you're doing your things, but you're doing a very different type of thing online, aren't you? Can you can you fill us in on what that is? Yeah, so I think for me the big um the big real interesting turning point over the course of 2020 was obviously pivoting absolutely everything um online, as with everybody here. Um I, I did a a bunch of online shows last year and though they were they were great fun, I, I really I struggled to really land and resonate with them. And then I started playing around with some new ideas, and actually, what I've been doing is I've been I've I've been doing an awful lot of uh, of talks uh, for for corporate and uh, for big communities. Actually, teaching psychology and practical psychology and some of the underlying psychology that I use when I'm actually performing. 
So dissecting my entire performance career, if you like, in a way that people can actually understand it and in a way that people can actually take and apply certain mindsets and psychological tricks and all of this kind of stuff. So it's been a really, really interesting thing. And yeah, I've been working with uh, with entrepreneurs, small businesses, large businesses in terms of getting a good corporate ethos in place, but also with uh, along the lines of like individual coaches and, and teachers and and just people that are looking to adopt more skill. It's been really, really good fun. And um, I know that probably sounds an awful lot like the opposite of what we were saying a couple of weeks ago in terms of niche right down to a specific target audience. But even in the process of niching down, it's opened up so many opportunities, just like we said it would. Well, I just wanted to quickly butt in and just say one thing. Like, what I've noticed is the fact that you've identified your kind of big mission, big purpose, and you've identified, like, the main thing is not with the stereotypical types of magic shows where it's come on look at me look at these tricks you're actually doing something which you enjoy which is a very very different type of entertainment and it's actually uh, something which people can learn from you know people come to these things they learn and they gather information and like because of this and you say you've niched right down it's opened up opportunities can i just say guys that Aiden, you've been working with some of the top and leading psychologists and neurobiologists in the world. That is a fair point. Yes, uh, that most certainly has happened. Um, but uh, yeah, I think you, you picked up on something there that's really important is that what I've been doing it, through these talks, it, it it might have sounded like I, I meant I just go and do some talks, but it really isn't. It is that it blends that element of a show. So it's like a full entertaining experience, which is that's that's what I've loved. I've loved blending like magic and mentalism within the the actual show itself to help demonstrate ideas and like put a visual aid to the the psychology and the things that I'm actually describing. Um, but yeah, it's it's been an opportunity to niche right down, and it, it has resulted in not only working with incredible people, but also to induce incredible transformations. It's it's been really great fun. So we will talk a little bit about actually dissecting how that happened uh, in a little while. But first of all, Ashley, what have you been up to? Well, Aiden, I'm the boring one. You're doing all this cool, all these cool talks and intellectual talks on uh, on psychology whilst doing a very, very different type of uh, entertainment piece. Uh, I'm just doing the shows. <laughs> um, I'm doing uh, I'm doing mind reading shows. I uh, I do a lot of corporate work, so I work uh, within the companies. I've I've really transitioned and, like you say, identified my niche, what I want to go into. Um, I want to start doing more work with obviously autistic charities because that's something really, really close to my heart there. Working with those, and it is just literally ranging from like a 20-minute set online all the way up to big hour-long shows. And I'm doing that privately, but I'm also along the side of it doing my public shows. And my public shows are what I have most fun with because I can be most creative with it. I'm doing like the regular shows, which is just a, a stereotypical online show. People come, they watch a show, although it's not boring. I must add that out there. <laughs> Guys, I swear, it is not a boring online show. I actually talk and engage to people and they actually enjoy it. I know, I've heard the feedback. <laughs> Please don't judge me. Uh, so I do that and I also do kind of experience shows. So I'm, I'm doing online performing, but mixed with a cocktail masterclass. So how you're doing online performing mixed with talks on psychology, I'm doing a various different thing, but rather than doing something intellectual, Aiden, uh, people are shaking up and making booze because I think experiences online are where it's at. It is that high level of engagement, which is sometimes 
often lost on this platform, but that's because people don't know how to handle it in the right way. So these experience shows are what I'm really, really enjoying at the moment. And they're really, really different. I think that's important to actually make clear that, especially from TSM Live, the big recurring theme throughout the day, and for those that don't know, TSM Live was our full day convention all about online shows. It was 12 hours of absolute gold. It was really, really good fun. But the big recurring theme from that was that the experiences are what's going to take things forward. It's the experiences, that not just the magic shows that are good shows, but it's good shows paired with something else that makes it feel more immersive. There's many more experiences. And again, it doesn't have to be complicated. As, as Ashley's just said, it's just he's doing his show alongside cocktail masterclasses. Like, it's really, really simple stuff, but that makes the whole world of difference. And I'd be, I'd be curious to hear, Ashley, if you noticed a difference in terms of uh, either number of, like, clients or, or tickets sold to these kind of events over just your regular shows has there been a, a difference mm-hmm mm-hmm 100% there's more tickets sold to the actual uh, cocktail masterclass and magic night because it's something different because it feels like to the audience they're getting that double whammy like they've never seen that before you know in the UK guys because I know we've got listeners in what 83 countries now Aiden but specifically I'm in the UK and where I am at the moment all the pubs are shut all the bars are shut people can't go out drinking people can't go out socializing so what am I doing I'm giving people an opportunity to do that through my shows I combined a social element we get people talking as they would in a bar we get them making the cocktails themselves from home it's utter chaos it's so fun and it's giving something back which people actually want at the moment and I think that's what's really helped with with ticket sales because they look at it and they go oh my god Oh my god, I can actually do this. I've been waiting ages to do this, but I can do it now. I can do it online and oh my god, I get a show as well with it. And people just see that added value. I'm not doing anything longer. It's like the same length of show. But there's a varied mixture of things. And I think that's and I have definitely noticed it. The the experience shows way more ticket sales than the actual shows themselves. Uh, that's that's really interesting that you say that because obviously it's a uh... Uh, and I, I think this is probably a good time to actually start unpacking the approach that you've taken in terms of uh, promoting and actually getting these ticket sales there. But I think to to hear that the experience innately has uh, that sense of appeal over just a, uh, an amazing, incredible, mind-blowing virtual magic show. It's like to have something innately different and experiential I really like that as a as, as a starting point. So, where where now you've got this in place, this idea and uh, of the magic show and cocktail masterclass, for example, we just use that as a, a recurring example because I think it it's nice and easy. But where did you go from there? What was what was the process? Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm an interesting one because obviously it's myself and my agent working on these events. So first of all, like before that, I I had my agent on site, so now I've got someone else working alongside to to get the uh, get the tickets as well and i want to run through his process in a second i'm sure he's going to hate me for running through how he sells stuff but hey ho dean i've said it on the podcast anyway it's in the public domain now <laughs> the what i do is really simple obviously if you've listened to the past two episodes you guys know that i'm a massive fan of my network i use that to my advantage because i'm so friendly with people I can literally message them and say, hey, I'm doing this event. Do you know anyone that's interested? Is that not incredibly easy, Aiden? 
I, I go to networking groups, but it's not schmoozy networking. I'm actually friends with the people. We actually get along. I don't think I've ever gone to those events and said, hey, would you like to book me? I literally just rock up and have a chat. I'm like, what have you been up to this week? And I form, I form relationships. I form friendships, especially uh, Valentine's. We was doing an event for couples. So I knew a few couples in my network. So I literally reached out to them and I said, by the way, I'm doing this event you might be interested. I also messaged the, the couples who were also past clients of mine. Again, still using my network, still those who are in. I reached out and I messaged them. You might be interested in this. I then used my network, the couples in there. You might be interested in this. I sold a few tickets basically doing that. Obviously, this isn't like the, the sustainable going out, packing out massive audiences, but it's making those people closest to me aware that I'm actually doing this thing, bringing them in, and they bought loads of tickets up. But, but this is a great thing. Because, because I've got this friendship, because I've got this good relationship with all of my clients, my network, do you know what all of them done once they bought tickets? They shared it on their social medias. They shared it with all of their friends. They're now plugging the event for me. They knew exactly who I wanted. I was specifically targeting couples at Valentine's Day. So they went out and bang, they started messaging everyone who they knew who was had no plans for Valentine's Day. They were going out and actively messaging so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so and sharing it for me. I did not have to do any work to sell any tickets because they already saw the value offset. They saw it in the ad copy. They saw it in my messages to them. So they went out and started selling for me. And that's the power of having a real strong network. And that was just one of the things I'd done first of all. Hey guys, it's Ashley here and I just want to interrupt this awesome podcast today to tell you about one specific thing. You know, over the past few months, myself and Aiden have been smashing it out the bag with doing our own online shows. We've also been privately consulting for a varied mixture of people on their online shows. And as a byproduct, we've taken every single thing we've learned and we've condensed it and put it into an entire 14-day online course called Mastering Online Shows. The course is available for you guys now. You're going to love it. It covers a variety of different things like covering your own technology blueprint. We cover performance skills so you can actually engage and being an entertaining performer online. We cover the mindset problems which come up with being an online performer. And we also cover the 80-20 of marketing as well as a million other things which are also included in the 14-day course. If you guys want to check it out, it's available now. Just check out community.thesuccessfulmentalist.com. That's community.thesuccessfulmentalist.com. Anyway, back to the podcast. So I particularly love that it you're, you're making a decision here to almost turn potential customers within your network into actual customers but also almost like your other agents like you're actually giving this opportunity to sort of domino effect and spider spider the entire process out but again we've said that this isn't entirely like scalable for people who are after hundreds upon hundreds of uh, tickets sold or loads and loads of people what was the decision process like for you actually opting to because again i'm just going to make the presumption here that you've decided to, to, because you're bundling an experience, you're niching it down in terms of the actual numbers. You're not aiming for hundreds upon hundreds of people to attend. It's a, a much smaller, much more intimate approach. What was, what was that decision process a bit like? 
uh, easy, <laughs> really easy. Exactly that. Like with the type of event I'm doing, I wanted it to be a close knit event. So I think we said we wanted about uh, 21 people maximum coming to it because that way we can take the time to speak to more. You know, I could easily sell 100 tickets to this event, but I didn't want to on purpose in the favour of making it a better experience for people. You make it super limited, it's very easy to set out a show. I can use my network to set out a show with no promotion, no adverts, bang, done. You do that, people enjoy it, they get engaged, they're already your friends, you've, you've got your friends, you've got your networking, and now I know when I put that event back up, I can say to them, hey, we're doing another event. Would you like to come again to see a different show with some different cocktails, or do you know anyone else interested? They have first-hand seen a highly interactive show that's very exclusive, that's not one where they're sat in an audience of 100 watching passively, and this is the decision. Because I've limited that down, I can now go to them when I put the next batch of tickets on sale and say, hey, do you know anyone that's interested? They, like you said, turn them into mini agents. They would already be prepared to share it before, because they were, but this time when they share it, they know exactly what the event is. If anyone has any questions, they can answer questions. They can start selling for me without me ever having to do anything because they know what the event is. They see the value. They see more value than beforehand because they've actually gone through it. And because it is very, very small, the next batch of people that will come in with, I'm trying to build up relationships with them. I'm trying to bring them into my network so that then I can message them after the shows and use their network, if that kind of makes sense. So it's almost like that... You just made the the conscious decision. I, I mean, I completely agree. Having a level of exclusivity actually is more valuable than less valuable in that sense. But what I particularly enjoy is the fact that you've obviously made this decision to not only increase the value, but also increase the, the, the quality of the show by reducing it down to just a few uh, or a, a specific number of of people. And you're almost like using that first show as your your free show or your your trial show it's a fully paid natural show but it's it's giving you that opportunity for the exposure that a lot of people tend to hate or get confused over you're actually doing it in a really clever way that will allow other events and future things to actually come from it right yeah well exactly i'm getting all the benefits of what you'd get from a free show except they're paying top dollar for this one <laughs> so it's easy. They're paying, I'm then building relationships with them, and then bang, we go from there. But I also mentioned that I have my um, my agent on side and he's also working, so he's got a list of people he knows in his network, so he's now using his network. He's doing exactly what I do, but he's doing it with his bunch. And we also had Facebook ads going in the background to bring new people who we've never actually seen before, bring them in, and because it is so exclusive, they now feel like they know me. They now feel like they really understand the event. They understand what the entire company, The Factory of Magic's about. And then, bang, then the next show we do, we literally use them and get into their networks. Like, this is easy. So it's me and my agent pretty much doing the same thing here. And also we've got Facebook ads just to target those few new people, which which we wouldn't initially have access to. So it, it, this is easy stuff. Like, I'm not doing anything revolutionary, am I? But it's working. 
well, no, of course, but there's something there that I, I want to get your thoughts on because you've said a few things that that personally might I like I I, I wouldn't agree with um, there, and I, I think there's probably some people listening that that have the same thought. Um, you said obviously there that you've got people in for almost like this free show, but they're paying uh, a high price, obviously because it's the nature of an experience and things, and that you're also using uh, Facebook ads to target people. Now I, I'm curious for the listeners that maybe don't want to charge an awful lot or maybe they're not comfortable charging a lot of money but also maybe they don't have money to to throw at facebook ads in the hope that that gets them some actual interest on their stuff what what are your thoughts in terms of that in terms of both pricing the show and also paying for these ads are are the ads relevant do you need to pay for them um no no the ads aren't relevant we could do the show without ads. The only reason why the ads are there is just so I can get access to people who wouldn't initially be in my networks to try and open up new opportunities with new people. But 100%, if you guys want to do this, like, use your network. You don't You don't need to... <laughs> you don't need to post and spam social media. You don't need to use the Facebook ads. You can literally just rely on asking people in an authentic, genuine and human way. Yeah, no, I like that. I, I think it's really important to make that distinction between... That because personally, for for especially for the events that I I do, I, I don't do ads at all. I don't I don't want to bother with uh, ads because uh, for me, I I, I it, it's probably just me overthinking things. But I whenever I see an advert on on social media or something, I I'm very unlikely to actually click it or or anything. But that's probably just because the majority of ads actually suck, whereas what you're actually selling is good. <laughs> And also because you hate social media, Aiden, which is why TSM bought her own social media network. Uh, that, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's a fair point. Um, if, I mean, for anybody listening to that, you're welcome to head over and join us for free on our brand new network. Uh, just simply go to community.thesuccessfulmentalists.com. We'll put a link in the uh, show notes and you'll be able to come join us. And we're, we're going to be chatting all things business, performance, mindset and so much more. Um, as you can tell, this is a highly unprepared plug because... I, it just happened but there you go uh, so yeah that's re- really important to to be aware that using your network that approach to using ads to expand your network can be really really useful but at the same time you just you don't need to do that especially if you've got that vision as well of your ideal client and, and who you want in your network then you can actually go and find those people using other people's network in the process exactly i'm just i'm just hopping to the next person i'm hopping to the next crowd hopping to the next group <laughs> it's so it's so easy like people probably came onto this thinking actually actually doing shows he's hacking out shows how's he doing and i've literally just said i drop one person a message and then they sell their tickets for me because they see the value and they share it with their friends but they do it because i'm a human so it's really about actually getting the people that you're you're working with into those super fans that we spoke about actually bringing them into into really good connections and i I, i'm curious to hear your thoughts on this point i know i know this is just me picking your brains at this point but you're getting an awful lot of people and you're jumping to the new networks and jumping into new people well are we are we moving on to the new people or are we still looking after the past clients i know you said you messaged them back but what are we doing yep we look after the past clients and i tell you what here's another secret trick you guys also heard i'm doing corporate shows what do i want to do to keep my corporate clients happy i was doing a public show and i said to my agent bring in your best clients send them the link for free tell them i'm giving them a ticket for free get them into this show because then they can see me firsthand they can see me keep them in 
that keep them in like their heads keep keep me remembered so they came to my show we just invited them for free it's not like the oh i'm doing a free show because everyone's bored at home it's hey we know you've been booking us for a lot of events in the past as a thank you here's a free ticket come along be great to see you there they're getting treated now i'm now treating these past clients which is keeping them even more sweet. They're more likely to book me. Heck, I done this with one of my very old clients who wanted to book me a year ago before the pandemic, and obviously the pandemic ruined it. And now he's looking to book me in 2022. I said, hey, that's okay. I understand you can't book me till then. I come to my show for free. He was like, what, really? Oh my gosh, that's, that's so kind for you. He just did not expect it. From there, he recommended me to all the companies he worked with. From there, I've got a client for life. Yeah, that's brilliant. Love that. There you go, guys. You've heard firsthand that I've made Aiden speechless. Hey, I've finally done it on the TSM podcast, but that's enough about me. People can see how simple my process is. You know that I use my network. That's all I do to shift tickets. Bang, done. Aiden, you're not doing public shows. You're not doing public shows. You're doing a very different type of performance, a very different type of entertainment, as you said. You're doing these corporate talks, talks to companies, talks on psychology, like... You've kind of said what that is, but how do you get people to attend? How do you sell products like that, which are so, like, different to what people would assume? They they go and book a magician and they shoot a magic show like what I'm doing, but you're not exactly doing that. So how the hell do you get people to attend? I think from the get-go, because it's different, it's interesting for a lot of people. And I think we've got that all to our cards. And I'm not saying that everyone listening to this should go away and go and do corporate talks and all of this stuff. But you have a really interesting passion, whether you're doing this full time in magic or mentalism, whether you're doing this full time or you're just interested in it. If you're listening to the podcast, chances are you've got an interest in magic or mentalism. So you can use that in any way that you like and again i love psychology and i love the psychology within magic and mentalism and and that whole world of things and then i started looking beyond that and i noticed that the techniques that i personally use well they apply into conversation and interactions and in the educations uh, the world of education and coaching and also it crosses over into business so i can actually deliver genuine practical value there all putting these feelers out there all while the clients and the people actually looking and, and spotting this think, oh my gosh, magic show. Oh, hang on. This is more relevant to me. Oh, this is actually really, really interesting now because it's a magic show where I'm actually going to be able to grow my business. Or it's a magic show where I'm actually going to be able to improve the quality of the social connection that I actually have with people. It goes beyond that. So actually getting people involved and, and actually getting people on board, first of all, well, I use that to my advantage and uh, call the talks whatever you want, pitch them however you want, but really try and bring in that that level of magic into a, the, their dynamic, into their world in a way they wouldn't have thought about it. So very quickly to break this down so we all understand, not only have you niched down in terms of your target audience, but you've, you've niched down the show. Obviously, we know that how I've niched down and I know my target audience, but the show I do is just, it's a generic magic and mind reading show right and an experience but you've actually niched your show to be exactly exactly what your target audience want this show wouldn't suit the people i'm performing for it wouldn't suit the drunk people who want to spend a night out drinking cocktails but 
for the off chance that someone stumbles across you that's in that business that you want to connect with, they look at it and go, this is a show unlike any other. And is it easy to get tickets from there? Like, I mean, how do you even get those shows to those people? Like, what is your process? Yeah, so first of all, I, I use communities to my advantage. I'm in a couple of really, really powerful communities. And again, this is similar to what you were saying, actually, in terms of actually using your network and things. I've got access to some really powerful communities, like we all do. Whether you, If you're already in a couple of Facebook groups or Facebook pages for your local area, you're in great communities already, so you can use that to your advantage. But I'm in a couple of these communities that are naturally interested in learning naturally interested in personal growth personal development i'm also in other communities that are interested in peak performance and actually growing a like business and all of that kind of stuff so when i actually just by default when i actually share some thoughts in those communities from my perspective my perspective being magic a niche that they don't have the the same level of information within naturally it becomes like a magnet it becomes sticky because they're looking for th new things to learn and if they see that they can learn this from a magician, something that they're actually interested in, well, they're more likely to just stick and pay attention to that. Their actually mind wanders into the right place. So really, the process of actually selling the tickets and getting people on board and, and generating the clients in that sense, well, it's really just a matter of deliver some actual practical value, first of all, sharing some useful information that people can take away, and build up a little bit of a reputation in that sense, build up the network within those communities so that when I can now go to a community and say, hey, hey, here is an event I'm doing, it's actually use it. all about the, the practical psychological tips that I use to read minds and how this applies into X, Y, Z. So when you say community, you're talking about something here like a Facebook group or, for example, like a whole community off of Facebook, like on the TSM network? Uh, both. I'll be honest, the Facebook communities are the ones that are actually a little a little trickier to work with because some groups have very specific rulings in terms of, oh, no self-promotion and all that kind of stuff. Um, and if you're coming across that naturally and you're getting told off for self-promotion, I don't think you're giving the right kind of value in the right way. So I'm actually using a lot of the time groups actually off of Facebook, groups that actually have their own bigger network, like we've got a TSM, but actually looking elsewhere to find those bigger networks of like-minded people so that I can give the right level of value in an interesting way. So correct me if I'm wrong here, but obviously we're hearing you've joined these networks and this is how you're getting your talks and your very, very niche type of shows. Have you just joined these networks just to sell your shows? Is that what you've done? You've just got, so you've, you've not gone in just to join a network and just find a group which you know will buy your show. What, what have how have you stumbled across these networks and why are you in them? I mean, if, first of all, if I actually go into a group and again, anybody listening, if you jump into new groups to try and flog your cocktail masterclasses or your, your shows or anything like that, well, you're, you're not going to get as many leads as possible. And why? Because you're not going there for the actual interactions, for that network, for that human connection. I'm in these groups because I am obsessed with personal growth and personal development. I know that not only can I deliver value in a new, exciting and sort of open-minded way to these communities, but I can also learn a ton from them. I'm going in there with the intention of learning. I'm going there to learn. And in the process, the process of learning is twofold. You actually absorb information and regurgitate and deliver information. 
That's what I do. I'm in these communities because I want to learn. And the way I've actually constructed these talks as well, it comes down to the, the product. Here is what I've got. Here is how I use these techniques. Let's now talk about how you can use these techniques. And at the end of every talk, I'm getting people giving me feedback and, and not just giving me feedback in terms of the overall presentation and the talk and the show that I've just delivered, but I'm also getting them to come back to me and say like, oh my gosh, this specific point is so relevant in the world of coaching, or this specific point is so relevant within my new startup for my business. Oh my gosh, I wish I had this mindset, this specific mindset when I was hiring a team. And I'm getting that feedback from them. I'm learning from them about the stuff that I'm doing in a new way. What does that allow me to do? Well, it means that now I can adjust the talk, improve the show to give that value in a clearer way for them. I can not only tell them this is how I use these techniques, but I can also say this is how I use these techniques and this is how other people use these techniques. And it goes back to that point that we were saying just a couple of weeks ago, actually, when generating leads of, of being able to social proof your actual show or your talks in that sense by saying, oh, yeah, so this is how I use this specific technique. I was actually speaking to an entrepreneur that was actually acquiring a team and he was able to use it for this. Or I was actually able to work with uh, a teacher and she was able to take this specific element and embed it in her shows or, or in her talks or anything like that. So what I'm actually doing there now is not only am I in there, those communities to learn, I'm there to deliver some value and also learn about the value that I'm delivering so that I can then in new talks, deliver that value back and actually make it clear to people that I work with teachers, I work with coaches, I work with entrepreneurs, I work with the specific people that I'm targeting. Can I just put in and shows. say, you're very modest when you say that the feedback you get from people is saying, oh, I use these techniques, maybe I should improve it. Aiden, I have seen some of the feedback you get, and it is literally insane. People say, oh my gosh, I'm so surprised you are not literally booked by the biggest companies around the world doing the biggest talks on this stuff. Like, literally, people are so impressed by these talks. And, and I think this comes into my second point, which is... This is a thing that a lot of magicians fail to do. I see magicians, and this is why I asked the question to you, I see magicians joining communities in a hope that they're able to sell to them and make money off them, and they don't deliver any value. They don't actually care about the people in those communities. You've just openly said the only reason you're in those communities is because you enjoy the friendships, you enjoy the learning that happens in those communities, and you enjoy giving back. Not once did you mention money. Not once did you mention trying to flog someone something. You just literally said, I want to give as much as possible and learn as much as possible. Taking and giving back equally. And that, surely that is why people are excited about your talks. That is why people are coming to your talks. That is why you're finding opportunities to work with companies because it goes back, literally this month, like we could have just come on and this month just said, be authentic, be human, bang, month done. But does it not just come back to that point, the thing we've been saying over and over again? You're authentic, you're a human, you enjoy what you're doing. You don't give a damn about the money, you give a damn about people. Yeah, let, let, me, let me tell you a story for, for the context on this. The first time I threw out an event in one of the specific communities that I'm in, sharing the psychology that I use to read minds and how that can apply. So that first show, and again, event, show, call it what you want, it's all kind of the same thing now. But the first time I did that, I used the network and the relationships that I built 
in that community. And I messaged them and I said, hey, I'm doing this thing. I think you might find value in it. And I got them in either through like uh, free tickets or an opportunity to discuss it with them afterwards or just, again, whatever it is, I found a way to deliver that value in a way that I know they'll enjoy. And I made sure the show was relevant for those people. I knew what their mindset was because I'm also of a similar mindset because I'm in that community. I know what they're interested in and studying because I'm also in the community studying similar or the same things. So when it came down to that first show, I was expecting maybe 10 to 20 people to just turn up to get that feedback from. And when 65 people showed up, I was blown away. But after that, I got some powerful feedback. And again, as you said, Ashley, I, I'm modest on it, but there were people that are telling me that the content here is a game changer. They're telling me to go and write uh, full courses teaching this stuff because it's stuff that they really need to learn. They've said that this content is fundamental within the education system. I need to go out that way, but I'm not pursuing that right now. Not because, oh my gosh, I, I, oh, there's a great opportunity. I'm scared. Like I, I'll get there one day. But I'd rather work with the people who are already in these communities and already able to start applying this. So I opened up another date, another opportunity to repeat the talk for the people that missed it the first time. And what happened? Well, I over delivered on that first talk. They, they was coming in to see a magic show and learn a little a little bit of psychology but no they came away with pages of notes and big transformations i went in with a promise and i over delivered the same with you and your shows ashley they come in for a bit of fun to make some cocktails and enjoy the party but no you over delivered they see one of the best online shows in the world they have an incredible uh, like incredible time making cocktails and it's all a really great atmosphere you over deliver on the promise and what happens they become your raving advocates so that second show they did the same thing. They like they were they were pushing it out for me. They were sending it to their friends. Like, oh my gosh, you're gonna love this. Oh my gosh, you can, this is so unique. You're gonna love this. This is really really important for for people. So they're sharing it with their friends. They're allowing that sort of energy to grow. So I do the uh, the talk again, the show again. I over deliver on that too. I've now got an expectation. Everyone has an expectation now. This is going to be a a powerful transformational show. So I have to over deliver. So I improve the show. I use all of the feedback that I've got from the first one. I tweak it. I make it better. I'm always making my shows and my products better because that's what's going to sell. And then when I do this, I over deliver again. Bam. After that, I'm getting people from all different walks of life all messaging me saying, oh, my gosh, you should work in education. You should go and do this. You should go do that. Recurring themes. And it's at the point that I've had such demand for that from people that I've not even met yet. They've been saying, oh my gosh, I've heard about your talk. Are you doing another one? So I'm in the process now of doing a third event for the same community because of that level of value. And the point I really want to hammer home here is that it is that leading with generosity, leading with that opportunity to make other people's lives better. Because if at the end of the day, even if you're not doing these corporate talks or anything and you are just doing these shows, your job is to make other people's lives better, even just for an hour. Or, or half an hour, or however long your show is. If you lead with that in mind, there's going to be a, a power. There's going to be that weight. You don't need to worry about, oh my gosh, how do I feel? How do I make this nice for my network? And uh, if you're panicking over that, it's probably because you're not good enough with your product. So really make your shows and dedicate your time to making your shows and your experiences the best they possibly can. If you're going for escapism, give them that. 
If you're going for a transformation, give them that. Make these bigger, bolder promises and live up to those expectations because that's what's going to build you that strong network. That's what's going to sell. That's what's going to allow you to have a thriving entertainment career for the sake of it. So that's kind of where I'm at. That's beautiful. That really is beautiful. And if I understand you correctly there, you're saying that we don't need to really go out and sell and push and do these Facebook ads if we're authentic, if we're just delivering, if we believe in our product. It will just happen naturally because we're in with the right crowds. So I'm going to be honest here, through my actual live shows, my online shows, and also these talks and every every event that I have done within the past 10 plus years that I've been in entertainment, I have spent approximately $34 on Facebook ads. I did them twice. I didn't see the return on investment for them. They weren't good enough for me. I'd rather have that value and those open, honest conversations. And so I've done that. And now I get these super fans, get these people interested. Same as you, Ashley. We get these super fans and get these people that are actually interested and build that reliable network so that a Facebook ad is actually wasting time. I'd rather just ping somebody a message and suddenly I'm going to get three tickets sold, even though that's not the expectation. The expectation is I want to check in with these people and see how they're doing. And naturally, conversation will open up to say, oh, what are you doing? And that's when you can bring in these natural, uh, these natural plugs, shameless plugs, if you like. But it shouldn't ever feel salesy. It shouldn't ever feel like that because that's a big problem. That's a big turnoff for people. They don't want to be told what to do but they, they do want to be told like, what they might find valuable or find interested in. Oh, I'm glad you brought up sales because I'm sure this is something we're going to talk on the podcast very, very soon. But yeah, you are right. And the reason why you say not salesy because a bad salesman tries to push stuff, but a good salesman tries to find out exactly what their client wants so that they can deliver value to them. And Aidan, I tell you what, this this podcast has been so insightful today and, and it's really taken a... Uh, a tangent in which I, I, I didn't think it would take. And I really hope you guys listening to this have, have come to the realisation of of everything we're saying, how powerful network is, how powerful being human and authentic is. And when you can actually look at your audience and just think, I'm here to service them, I'm, I'm here to, to make their lives better, give them what they need, then you're going to get what you want because you're, you're just being human. And I, I think this is, this is really, really powerful stuff, man. I think so. Um, I also think that there are going to be people that are listening to this that don't get it. I, I think there are going to be people that are like, yeah, no, I'm just, I, I don't understand what you're trying to say here. And I, I, I don't understand what this is. I'm just going to quite simply stick to plugging in the Facebook groups and selling my social media ads and all of that stuff. And if that's what you want to do, then fine. Just know that for a longer term situation, this is the best way to work work with people people want to buy from people and ultimately i think uh, if anybody has any questions or wants this clarified uh, let we spoke earlier about the network by all means come and join us in the tsm network and we can share these extra thoughts and and ask, answer your questions and you can ask any questions about anything really and we're happy to help either both myself and ashley and also the the community at large because our aim is here not to just get you more and more shows we're actually aiming to improve the quality of life for you for all magicians across the globe and we're doing it through the most transformative powerful techniques that we possibly can and this is just one way like if you can if you can save money on expenses when plugging your shows why wouldn't you at the end of the day 
But I, I hope you found value in this episode uh, as per. Next week is a, a really, really interesting one. Uh, I know that we say this all the time, and I know at the start of this episode I said i always say it but i don't care it's really interesting come and stay tuned make sure to subscribe review and do all of that funny jazz um again as you can tell i'm not good with that kind of plug but you know what to do you've heard other youtubers say it before but in the meantime have a fantastic week we'll see you in the network we also have jam night again we're just going to throw that one out there it's actually a, a networking event for magicians and mentalists it's usually sort of a, a lecture on a random topic a uh, secret topic, if you like, followed by a bunch of breakout rooms. It's a really interactive, powerful session where you can actually meet with other people, share ideas, and uh, it's it's gone down really well. We've done a few of these events in the past, and it's been great. Um, at the minute, we actually have one of these happening tomorrow. So if you're listening to this episode on the day it's released, check out the events tab in the community network that we've got. It is a network exclusive, but it's also a monthly event. So if you can't make it tomorrow, just know that every single month we'll be bringing this and many more events as well. So with that said, stay safe and we will see you all next week for another fantastic episode of the TSM podcast. Hey, it's Aiden here. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, it would really mean the world to us if you just took a moment to leave a rating and a review on your preferred podcast player. That way it just helps us grow the show and get it into the ears of more listeners across the world in a non-creepy way. Also, when you're ready to roll, here are three ways that we can help you right now. Number one is to join our free Facebook group. It's called the Magician's Business Group, and we're creating the most valuable space on the internet for entertainers that are looking to grow and improve their business. We'd love you to join us inside, so to do that, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash group, and the magic of the internet will take you straight there, or just pull open Facebook and search for the Magician's Business Group. Number two is to take our new quiz. It'll help you find the biggest opportunity in your entertainment business right now. And in just a few quick questions, you'll be presented with a seven minute breakdown of your biggest opportunity and how you can actually go about tackling that to help increase your entertainment business and boost it completely. In order to take the quiz, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash quiz. That's thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash quiz. And we'll be able to get you your results. Number three, momentum. If you'd like to make an extra two grand a month in magic without paying a penny for advertising, we'd love to help you. Our latest coaching program, Momentum, is designed to get you booking gigs every single week for at least £500 so that you can be growing your entertainment business without having to worry about websites or business cards or advertising or any of that kind of stuff. To find out more, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash momentum. That's thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash momentum, and we'll send you all of the details.